Hotter Than Health podcast, a plant-dominant podcast for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative conversations and topics, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. You will leave each episode with tangible tips and takeaways and understand what it truly means to live an energized and optimized life. Jack is sleeping and all is good. But again, just wanted to say thank you if you are listening and if you haven't written a review on iTunes, now is the time. I appreciate it in advance. Uh, Let's get into the review of the week. This review of the week is from someone whose name I definitely recognize and see and we have messaged back and forth on Instagram a couple of times and I just appreciate your support consistently. So this is from F Bean. It is five stars. I look forward to Eliza's podcast coming out every Thursday. She has incredible guests who come from all walks of life who have incredible stories to share. Her solo episodes are awesome too. I always learn new information regarding fitness, plant-dominant lifestyles, wellness, and more. I highly recommend adding Hotter Than Health to your weekly podcast repertoire. Good use of the word repertoire, Fraser. Thank you so much for that review of the week. Remember, if you want to be considered as review of the week, all you have to do is write a review on Apple Podcasts. It's the little purple app on your phone. And if you don't know how to do that, um, you can head over to my Instagram and click on podcasts. There's little videos on how to do it. But basically, you just say write a review. It's on the bottom of all the episodes on Apple Podcasts. I just appreciate it. Click subscribe. And yeah, you can win a tote bag. So F Bean, if you hear this episode, send me a DM on Instagram. And on June 1st, when I get back on Instagram, I will send you a tote bag. They are badass. They're so cool. I use mine every single day. But as a reminder, if you have messaged or reached out or shared and I haven't reshared your share of listening to an episode, just know it is I'm still doing the clarity challenge. We have about 15 people participating and we are off of social media for one month and it's really just to get clear and focus and I had a big goal for the podcast and this month is really helping me to get clear on exactly how I can get to that goal. And I know a couple of other people had health goals, they had business goals and otherwise they just wanted to disconnect from social media because it took up so much time. It was a waste of their energy. It was taking up times that they had, they could have been spending with their kids or going for a long walk, reading a book and basically just unplugging a little. And not to say that I'm never going back to social media, but I will definitely have boundaries going back to it. I'm so, (laughs) which, you know, this is not likable to say, but I'm I'm excited to go back and check on the old 
the old Instagram, see how everyone's doing. Only because my sister posts pictures of my niece, Belle, and I'm obsessive. So I just want to see all that. And um, Either way, <laughs> let's get into today's episode. I'm going to stop rambling. Today is going to be an episode that, one, like all episodes, it goes all over the place and we touch on a couple of things that I was not expecting to touch on. But today we have Joseph Sheehy from Cured Nutrition. Now, last episode, if you listened to it, it was a Q&A episode and I do a nutrition or a wellness tip in the beginning and the end. And my wellness tip last week was that I had been checking out this brand who had sent me some, uh, some they were called Zen their Zen product and by Cured Nutrition. And I thought, okay, you know, normally if a company sends me things, then I really, really appreciate it, but I'll only really post about it if it's something that I've enjoyed. Oh, I I mean, (laughs) I can't put into words how profoundly this product has impacted my sleep. And I was talking to Joe, you'll hear of this in the episode, that I thought I had good sleep. And you, you all will relate to this, I'm sure, that just because my something isn't horrible doesn't mean it's good. And I think that goes for basically any facet of life. You don't realize how good it could be or you don't realize how shitty something was until you're out of it and something is better. So I had been trying these Zen tablets before I went to bed and they are all based in medicinal mushrooms and adaptogens and CBD, CBN products. I have been sleeping and I've also been trying to sleep not on, usually I sleep like on my face like a corpse and my, like on my belly, which is unhealthy. And I've been noticing my jaw is getting extremely misaligned if I just rest my mouth and it's just, my lips are closed. I notice that my jawline is off, like my lips are a little wonky. And I thought that instead of like getting filler in my jaw, then I would actually do something natural about it. So I've been trying to sleep not on the side of my face, which is what I what I had researched probably will fuck up your jaw. Wow, duh. But I have been trying to sleep on my back. But it's really challenging, especially if you've gone your entire life sleeping on your front. So I've been trying to sleep on my back and I'll put like my blankie stuff next to my ear so that I basically am like in a padded cell when I go to sleep, like a loony bin. And I have been taking these and it has allowed me to get the most restful sleep even while I am trying this new sleep position to fix my jaw. (laughs) I'm so thrilled about finding this company and didn't realize how much their products would actually help me socially. We do talk about that. We talk about how I have been, and like a lot of people, have been experimenting with drinking alcohol a little bit less and using it only for a celebration, not as a way to, you know, not as a way to wind down, not as a way to decrease social anxiety. I've really just been trying to use it intentionally as a celebration. And using the products that I have been using from Cured Nutrition, like their, um, they have this 
CBD beverage, but it's not like a kombucha. It's not like one of those, uh, I don't want to call out names, but there is a bunch of brands out there that have come out with new seltzers that are non-alcoholic, but that they're just full of sugar. They're so, so sweet, but I've been drinking the Cured Nutrition seltzers and I actually just ordered more and I have them coming monthly now. They have been so fantastic. I went to a party this past weekend and this would have been an event where there was an open bar and there's no way I wasn't going to have alcohol. But I brought one of these seltzers and I felt so calm. I felt like I didn't want to reach for a drink, but I was so present. And it just absolutely made me connect to what I was doing at that time instead of going towards, oh, let me drink a couple drinks really, really quickly to make myself relax in this social situation. Where I was like, I wasn't anxious about the social situation at all. I was just, you know, I didn't know a lot of people. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll just drink. But I didn't. And I felt amazing. So again, I still drink. I'm not saying that I won't drink, but this has been, this has come at a really nice time. Oh my God. Stop talking, Eliza. Let's get into the fucking interview. Okay. 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 So who is Joe Sheehy. And yes, that is how you say his last name. So Joseph Sheehy is actually a former NASA contributing aerospace engineer. Wow. Nationally distinguished physique competitor and forward thinking entrepreneur. He had seven years in a professional engineering role. He contributed to projects sitting on the surface of Mars, orbiting Jupiter, and slated to carry the next generation of next astronauts in space. So he has extensive experience in human optimizations through the design of nutrition, training, and introspective practices. He has been through a lifelong awakening and he has struggled with depression and it really just set a fire ablaze inside of him to change the world through what is now cured nutrition. So they have CBD, CBN, THC, uh, medicinal mushrooms. We talk about the difference between medicinal mushrooms and psychedelic mushrooms. We talk about plant medicine and nootropics and all these different things that are on the brink of health and wellness right now and I think he is a genius. I think he's on the forefront. I fucking love these products so much and excuse my language. Actually, I cuss all the time. Ignore that completely. Edit, rewind, go back. We are also doing a giveaway and I recommended that we do a giveaway that was exactly the cocktail that I put together every single night, which is the Zen Sleep, uh, the Zen Sleep Supplement plus the CBN. And these are specifically for nighttime. I wouldn't recommend doing these during the day because you'll get sleepy. You Not sleepy, but yeah, no, you'll get sleepy and it's incredible. But it's not like a melatonin. It's just this lull. Oh my God, I can't even stand it. But yes, so we're going to be doing a giveaway plus the a 12 pack of the seltzers. All you have to do is screenshot that you're listening to this episode and share it on your social media, but you have to tag Cured Nutrition and Eliza G underscore wellness or Hotter Than Health, one of the two, but you have to tag Cured Nutrition. He does make a point to say that they are shadow banned on Instagram, which is absolute and utter bullshit for the past three years because they talk about THC. Oh my God. Could you please like, hello? Anyways, so you have to type in Cured Nutrition, the full Cured Nutrition on Instagram. It's not spelled any weird way. It just won't pop up. So Type in Cured Nutrition, take a screenshot, let us know that you're listening to this episode and you will be entered in to win an entire package from Cured Nutrition if you want to check out their other other products. We are going to begin working together and the code is HTH20. 
Without further ado, let's get into this psychedelic episode with Mr. Joseph Sheehy. Welcome to the podcast. They're incredible. It's our best-selling product. Well, I, I should say one of our sleep-selling one of our sleep products is our best-selling product, but our sleep products in general are our best-selling products. So that's good to hear. It's it's been amazing, and and now I will not sleep without it. And it's honestly. Do you wear an aura? No, ring? I I was as I was planning out the content for this episode, I thought, oh my god, how great would it be if we did a aura ring yeah. before and after to see what the sleep was like? But yeah. I already know. I mean, I don't need the ring. <laughs> I don't need it. Do you have one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most people, most people, if they take CBN, the CBN products, they'll say that they get more deep sleep. If they take Zen, they show that they get more REM sleep. And of course you need both. So it's really cool to see the before and afters on both of those. What I've been doing is I'll do, and this will be 30 minutes or so. I'll be prepping coffee for the night before and we're winding down and I'll take, this is 30 minutes before bed. And I'll take half of a tincture of the whatever the CBD that you sent me that's been bomb. But I'll take half of that, and I think is that the CBD, purple one. Yes. CB. So that's CBN. Okay. CBN oil. That's why it's there's CBD so in it, well. but yeah. So mm-hmm. I've been taking half of a tincture of that, and then only I started with three of the capsules, and then I I woke up the next morning and I was like I slept too well, and so I went down to two. So I think that that combination has been really good. Is that, do I need to be doing three or is three, two okay? No, no, that's awesome if it works like that. That's perfect. Great. I'm so excited. Well, Joe, welcome to the podcast. Should I call you Joseph or is Joe okay? You can call me Joe. Yeah. Great. Well, welcome to Hotter Than Health. How you doing? I'm so good. Thank you for having me here. Sure thing. I was listening to some of the episodes that you've, published of your own podcast of the cured nutrition podcast uh what is it the cured collective the cured collective yeah and you're so motivational and inspirational it just it, it seems like it's a, a audio diary of all the lessons that you've learned that you're just trying to translate and that resonated a lot with me because <laughs> when I first started the podcast I was like anyone who will listen I swear I have knowledge and then um, yeah but so when you got into when you got into CBD and when you got into medicinal mushrooms and cured, what was, was your intention to use these to heal yourself first? And then you thought, oh my gosh, this is magic. I need to share this. How did your story happen? That's a great question. It absolutely was. It actually, yeah. So it happened before even starting cured. So I, uh, have a long story, but my original, push into this world started way before I even started the company in 2012. I was in college still my, I said, I always joke. It was my first senior year because it took me five years to get out of school. (laughs) Um, I was studying engineering and I was making a lot of really poor decisions. I was surrounding myself with, uh, I was surrounding myself with whoever would be my friend just to kind of fill myself up and feel like I was enough and made all the same decisions that my friends made. And so, they weren't terrible people, but I made terrible decisions by surrounding myself with them. And it led me to a really dark place. And I almost committed suicide in 2012. I came out of a blackout on the other edge of a guardrail of a bridge. And I found myself literally about to step off the bridge and kill myself. And at that time, 
in college, I, one of my best friends was the biggest drug dealer in Boulder. So I was more or less enabled and made some pretty stupid decisions by surrounding myself by those people and partied five out of seven days a week and had this idea of who I wanted to be and becoming an engineer and building a big life for myself and, you know, being somebody that other people that like looked up to. I had that vision, but then the day the person that showed up on the day-to-day basis was polar opposite to that. And the difference between who I wanted to be and who I actually was caused a lot of anxiety and actually led me to a depression. And I didn't know how depressed I was until I woke up or woke up, I should say, came out of the blackout on the other side of the guardrail. And the journey after that time was one in which I really wanted to start exploring what it actually meant to be healthy. All right, I'm going to lay it out for you. Short, quick, simple. This podcast is so underrated. We're so humble here, but genuinely what I love so much about this podcast is that if you implement even just one of the recipes I talk about or products or guests tips that we have on your life will immediately improve. All right. So I'm going to give you your brand new smoothie for the summer. This is something that I have given clients. This is something that I'm kind of putting a new little spin on, but I've been drinking out by the pool, drinking it out by the pool. After my workouts in the morning, I'll go to the little gym here and then I'll bring out, I've honestly been doing a lot of solitaire, so I'll like bring out some solitaire. So much for short, sweet and to the point, but the here's the smoothie. We are going to use one full scoop of the vanilla plant-based protein powder from Organifi. We are going to use a small handful of chopped mangoes, either fresh or frozen. I've been doing frozen. You're going to do blueberry or blackberry, any kind of dark, dark berry. I like to use them frozen. And then I use a couple tablets of my spirulina tablets from uh, another brand that I use. You can use any kind of spirulina. If you don't have spirulina, you can always use greens, any type of greens. Then I use a little bit of ice, some water, and then I use cinnamon. I'll use a little bit of hemp seed or whatever kind of chia seed, flax seed that I have on hand for some healthy fats and antioxidants and fiber. Blend that shit up and it is so dark and green and juicy and thick just the way I like it. It is absolutely divine. Again, that's frozen mango, frozen blueberry, the vanilla plant-based protein from Organifi, which also has digestive enzymes in it. Hey now. And it's also glyphosate residue free. So you can trust that the ingredients are super spectacular and not tainted with any bullshit like other products are. And then you're going to do some greens or any kind of green powder. You can also use the greens powder from Organifi in the smoothies. Did you know that? It actually tastes amazing with mango. And then you blend it all up. It's going to be so thick and juicy and creamy. You will absolutely love it. You will thank me later. Post a picture of it if you make it. But make sure that you're checking out Organifi and all of their amazing products. My summertime favorite is definitely the healthy hot chocolate, the greens powder, and the protein. I'm on a vanilla kick right now, but make sure you're using code HTH for 20% off. You can click the link in the show description. You can type it in directly to the website or just go to Organifi.com backslash HTH for 20% off of your products. Enjoy. Um, and there, that journey has been long. So it's been about 11 years almost, yeah, no, it's been about 11 years since then. And what I've realized is that 
what health is to me is continually evolving. And as I stepped out of the very destructive life in college, cannabis and psychedelic mushrooms were part of that world, but they were also mixed with every other party drug underneath the sun and alcohol and an individual as myself who had no idea who he was and just made decisions based off of what I thought was going to allow people to uh, like me, make people like me. And so I was really lost. And as I, as I started to pull myself out of that dark, dark time, I found the, the bodybuilding world, the fitness and bodybuilding world and started competing for several years. I actually competed for almost four years at the national level in physique competitions. And I, yeah, if you look me up on Google, there's this one picture, uh, you said you were doing your research beforehand. So I thought you were going to go there and (laughs) it's really funny because there's this one picture that people always see on Google and I was super jacked and it was really Photoshopped. It's by this guy, Pat Lee, uh, a photographer in Chicago. And sometimes I had a friend send it to me the other day. He's like, what the fuck, dude? Is this you? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's me in a different life. You're like, I've come a um, long way. <laughs> Wait, so I'm checking it, it out right now. That. I'm actually on Google. Oh, wow. That is uh, so airbrushed. It's so chiseled. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, I was super jacked and super uh, shredded when I was bodybuilding. And are you, are you talking about the one of, that says warrior fuel? Oh, no, a, not even that one. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. In a white shirt, in a white shirt. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) So I partied way too much. I was living an extremely destructive life. And it was a lot of it was just because I didn't know who I was. I tried to figure out who I was by surrounding myself with people and like more or less making decisions based off of what they were doing and then being like, oh, is that me? It it didn't work at all. And it obviously made me extremely depressed. And as I left the friend group and started to try to change my entire life, I just you know, cut everybody out of my life and committed completely to this bodybuilding pursuit. And as I said, I I had cannabis and mushrooms as part of my life in college, but it was also with every single other party drug. So like, like just hold that for a second. And for five years, four or five years, I was completely sober. I was committed to bodybuilding. I wanted to see how far I could push my body growing up, I was an athlete and was always interested in like, what is it, what would it look like to take my body to its ultimate potential? And I remember about five years, it was probably the, well, it was like the fourth year of bodybuilding. I used to wake up and do an hour of fasted cardio and then go to work at Lockheed Martin, which was, um, which is a big defense contractor that I used to work for. And one morning, I remember walking into the front office and I worked on the third floor and everybody in the office called me the fit guy because everybody knew I competed. I brought all my meals. They saw me going to the microwave and heating up my meals and yelled at me for bringing fish into the office. And like, so I was the fit guy. Um, Yeah, classic. More so meathead than anything. But when I look back on it now, but I couldn't see that when I was in the middle of it. But somebody said, why are you taking the elevator? You're supposed to be the fit guy. And like there were stairs to get to the third floor. And like right then I started to actually like think about and realize that like what I was doing in bodybuilding wasn't actually healthy. Like bodybuilding saved me from a very dark place. 
And then three to four years into the bodybuilding journey, I was like, well, this isn't healthy at all. And I remember hashtagging health on one of my photos on Instagram being super shredded. I'm like, wow, this is like such a false image of what health really is. And I think a lot of people are waking up to that, but that world was just so, so destructive. It creates eating disorders. It creates even more body dysmorphia. And so at the end of that career, I was like fully, okay. I was like, I understood how to pull myself out of depression from living a destructive life. But now I am actually realizing that I'm not even really in full integrity and like developing like true health. And that's when this mission like truly started. So the four years of bodybuilding was like the, the precursor. And then it was kind of me just like starting to wake up and I had been sober for completely sober for four years. And then I started using cannabis and psilocybin mushrooms just by themselves and very intentionally out in nature here in Colorado or using cannabis in the evening and sitting down and drawing and listening to music and being out and hiking. And I was like, okay, like I've been committed to being sober and, and changing my life and I've removed alcohol and all the other party drugs, but cannabis seem to be something that when I utilize them, they like allow me to be fully present. They allow me to be creative. They allow me to understand my connection to nature. They allow me to be introspective. They allow me to, when used properly, calm myself and allow myself to sleep. And I started recognizing, I was like, there's just like this like false narrative around these things in our world. And at the time I had started, I was still in my engineering career, but I had started a podcast um, that was rebranded from when I was competing. When I was competing, it was called Committed Physiques Radio. It was all bodybuilders. And then at that time, that was when I, at the time when I moved, I had moved to San Diego. I was like, okay, I'm fully changing my life. I'm actually going to figure out what it means to be healthy. I rebranded it to higher health, which is very close to the name of your podcast, but it's like this, it's like this, it was this pursuit of like the next level and the true level of like health, like yeah. higher consciousness, higher vibrations, higher frequency, like true health. And on that podcast, go ahead. And I was just going to mention that I think that when you start trying to when you have that moment of realization that you had in the beginning after your your attempted suicide you thought okay i need to make a change and people will go either extremely spiritual or i I'm, not, I'm just generalizing here but they'll go extremely spiritual or they will go all into cardio or they'll go more faith-based or they'll go into bodybuilding and i think yep. that there's always that gateway drug if you will into the health lifestyle and i've seen so many people get out of that because they realize that it was just that it was their gateway they're always appreciative of it but they're like that wasn't health that wasn't health but it was for you at that one time because it was it was your next step it was your next yeah. step from where you were but i think that that is the pursuit is that 
there's no such thing as perfect health and it's always the pursuit of. And I think that when we recognize that everyone's gateway is going to look a little different, but it's always possible. I think that's what's hard. People compare and they think, what's your gateway? What's my gateway? You know, but so when I started that podcast, higher health, I would be interviewing people. And some of them were previous bodybuilders, some people that I met through competing and frequently as we would end the podcast, I had started talking about cannabis openly on social media and actually psilocybin a little bit as well. Frequently as the podcast would end, they would say, Hey Joe, like, what about this? And I was like, why don't we talk about that on the podcast? And they were like, well, you know, I just like, I don't really want that to be out in the ethos around my name. And I was like, well, it was just like this pattern kept coming up and they're like, they're like, Oh, like I use cannabis or I use psilocybin and it's done this for me. And I don't talk about it publicly and it helps me. And I don't talk about it publicly and, and like over and over and over again. And so I realized I was like, there's a huge opportunity here. And what it's going to require is kind of rebranding and reeducating and truly breaking down a narrative that's been existent for at this time now, almost 120 years, specifically around cannabis. Reefer Madness came out in the 1930s. Propaganda around cannabis started in the early 1900s, late 1800s. A lot of it had to do with hemp being so threatening to the paper industry. William Randolph Hearst heavily invested in obviously news, but the paper industry started this propaganda campaign way back then because hemp was threatening to him hemp can uh you can make clothes out of hemp you can write on hemp you can build out of hemp you can make fuel out of hemp it's fibrosis it's like you could take it for as a protein like it's there's so many utilities and it was so threatening to the paper industry that part of the campaign to make it illegal was based off of how hemp was so threatening and hemp and marijuana all got wrapped up into the cannabis narrative. And then reefer madness came out in the 1930s and every generation since then leading up to us has been conditioned as we went through the dare program, uh, to think that cannabis is no different than heroin is no different than alcohol. And this is what it is. And so my mission is to change that narrative because I'm so confident in what it's done for me and I can raise my hand to say what it's done for me, but I talk to person after person after person after person that says the exact same thing. And a lot of the times they don't talk about it publicly because there's a stigma around it. And so the mission to start cure, this was a long winded answer, but you asked, you know, (laughs) I think your question was like, I'm just kidding. It was like, did what's like your how, story did cure come first and then did cure come first and then you like wanted to you know change the narrative around cannabis and psilocybin or vice versa and it was kind of it was vice versa because it was helping me then i recognized the need for it and i recognized the hand raises around everybody i was talking to saying like it's been helpful for me and i, I was using cbd pretty heavily at the time it was helping me calm myself at night it was helping me recover I still am very committed to a health and fitness journey and work out a lot and sleep is the most important of your aspect of your overall health. It's like, there's something here and I know I can create a company around it. And the company's evolved since it started, but the mission's the same. The mission is to change the narrative around cannabis and psilocybin and 
products that are coming from nature that truly can optimize our life. And I want to change the narrative around them and build what I believe the future of the supplement industry should be. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. And, and I think that a lot of people are trying to do that now, but they don't quite know how, because a lot of people over the past couple of years specifically struggle more with anxiety, comparison, lack of presence, and overall just that identity crisis because they do they have access to see everyone else's journeys around them and so the comparison kicks in and then everything just goes downhill from there and they might think oh well cannabis cbn cbd all of these things might be making me feel better but people will think oh she just got lazy and now she's just smoking weed and it always ends up being that stigma but or or you see parents that narrative is so deep it's so deep it's like why i i know and everything gets so prophetic but truly at the end of the day i'm like well why are you having a glass of wine after work it's the same thing. It's all about marketing. If you think about it, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, they were promoting cigarettes as healthy and cool and let, saying pregnant women love to take a break from being pregnant and smoking a cigarette. It's yep. all marketing. It's the same as milk. Milk makes you strong. Milk builds strong bones. It, it's such yep. a ploy. Same with protein, everything like that. But I want to know, can you, before we even get farther into this, Okay, there's terminology that I think people get confused about. <laughs> I'll ask for everybody because I do. Okay, CBD, CBN, and uh, medicinal mushrooms and psilocybin. So psilocybin and medicinal mushrooms, I feel like I say, oh, medicinal mushrooms, and people are like, oh, my God, during work? <laughs> and then mm-hmm. other people kind of understand then psilocybin people think that i'm just tripping balls off bouncing up the walls and then cbd cbd and cbn can you clarify those yeah that's a really good question and um the best way to answer this and and truly explain how my belief in and how well those things work has become infused and cured as a supplement company is hemp and marijuana are both cannabis Hemp is cannabis with less than 0.3% THC and marijuana is cannabis with more than 3% THC. So if you just understand the two of those, like hemp and marijuana are both cannabis and the differentiator between the two is the concentration of THC. THC is tetrahydrocannabinol, which is one of over a hundred cannabinoids in the cannabis plant. THC is quote unquote, intoxicating, as in it makes you high. CBN and CBD are both cannabinoids as well. They're two more of over 100 cannabinoids in the cannabis plant, but they have different utility. And CBD cannabidol and CBN cannabinol are, one is more sedating and for sleep, and the other one is for more calming and has more anti-inflammatory-like properties. It's really good for recovery. So... They are psychoactive. If you, were, if you were to say they're not psychoactive, it's actually wrong because they do do something in the brain. Sure. They're not intoxicating. So CBD, think non-intoxicating. It's not going to get you high. Yes. So that's like cannabis. And that's why I say I believe in the whole ca- cannabis plant. I believe in all the cannabinoids. And we started with just CBD, but I'm going after the whole plant and I'll teach and educate about THC and all the other cannabinoids as well. 
Same thing for the fungi world. And what I mean by that is, you know, you say mushrooms and people typically think, oh, portobello mushrooms on a pizza, or they think psychedelic mushrooms. They're like, yeah. Like so, a dirty plastic bag at a at a yeah. red hot chili pepper show. That's it. Yeah. 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 So you could break the mushroom world into, and this is like a crude breakdown, but you could break it into culinary. So ones that you cook with functional or medicinal that you just mentioned, and then psychedelic. And I truly believe in the power of psychedelic mushrooms and psilocybin mushrooms. That's not what we sell as a company. And that's not what you're using on a day-to-day basis when people think like, oh, what, like magic mushrooms in the middle of the day. So functional mushrooms are what's in Cured's products. And we do that because I believe in the whole world, but of course we're not selling psilocybin mushrooms at this time. Um, At this time. Yeah. So if you can believe, like, if you can hear what I'm saying, like I have a vision and a mission that in the future, everybody's going to be using cannabis. It's going to be normalized. Everybody's going to be using psilocybin. It's normalized. We're just not there yet. So we're building the foundation for that. And we're doing that through proper education, through proper use case of the other cannabinoids and the other types of mushrooms. Functional mushrooms are functional mushrooms or medicinal mushrooms are think traditional Chinese medicine. They have functions to them. There's about 2000 mushrooms in this category, but only 15 of them are truly like functional. Okay. You'll hear lion's mane, cordyceps, reishi, chaga, turkey, turkey tail. Um, and those are all function. They have different functions. They could be helping brain performance. They could be helping clarity. They could be helping energy. They can be helping your immune system. They could be helping your digestion. They could be helping you sleep. They could be helping you calm down. That's function. So that's functional or medicinal mushroom. And that's the difference between psychedelic mushroom, which is uh, psychoactive and does have amazing benefits and is being studied quite frequently um, at places like Johns Hopkins for treatment resistant depression and end of life anxiety and cancer patients. And a lot of people are microdosing psilocybin right now as well. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe and promote all of that, um, but we don't sell that. And so we're just trying to lay the foundation for what the future looks like for all of that to be accepted. Does that help explain like cannabis and the cannabinoids and then like mushrooms and then functional mushrooms? It does. Thank you. So then this is just for a lay person. I just want to even make it as broad as possible. Okay. If you're thinking about when to potentially take these things, it would be CBD for almost whenever, but definitely like after a workout for anti-inflammatory properties and relaxation recovery. And then the CBN. So like night, night would be to take before you go to bed. Yep. Okay. And then, and just quick clarification on CBD post-workout inflammation is important for like the a- the hour after your workout, but later on the day, like if you're super sore, I worked out this morning, yes. my neck hurts, I jacked my back up, like for sure, definitely helps with recovery. And it definitely helps with calming. So like before I hop on a podcast or I'm speaking or uh, I have to, you know, have a difficult conversation with somebody, I'll take some CBD because it helps calm me down. So you saying you can take it at any time of day is correct. And some people do just take CBD at night for the calming properties. CBN is just like a step up and it's better to help you sleep. I wouldn't take CBN during the day. No, I definitely have uh, highly recommend CBD instead. But the uh, I used to put 
and I still do. I just don't really drink as much caffeine, but I would put CBD two droppers full in my coffee in the morning. And then I was Whoa. like, what am I doing? Why don't I just do decaf? <laughs> this is not, not, <laughs> not, yeah. not the purpose. It like it's balancing though. Like it is, it's balancing. So like if you were to get an energy drink with like L-theanine, for example, it would yes. be like a comparison. So think of an energy drink with L-theanine or like coffee and L-theanine. Coffee and CBD is like you get the energy, but then it's not overstimulating. You're not like wired and it also won't make you crash. So that's why I switched it's to better matcha. than decaf, but yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, I got the L-theanine from the matcha, but, and I still do enjoy coffee. So I will occasionally have a latte, but I'll do CBD afterwards because I just, my body just has a low threshold for caffeine and I understand that about myself, but it's not worth it for me to not enjoy that cup of coffee. So that's why CBD, uh, introducing CBD. Yeah. Before this call, I had been just kind of in a tunnel on my computer and I was writing out questions and I was doing all these things because I had 75 jobs and I was just all over the place. And I genuinely, I thought, I'm an idiot. And I walked into my kitchen and I got the rise, the focus and clarity. And it doesn't, it's THC free. I don't feel anything other than I feel like I wasn't just sitting in front of my computer staring at blue light for four hours. I feel like I kind of just had a normal day, maybe ran some errands and then came home. I feel really good. And it made me alert. I feel present. I don't feel jittery. Like normally this ring light makes me feel some type of way, but this one I'm absolutely obsessed. And what I like about this, it it also has B vitamins, um, I could tell because earlier I peed and I was like, definitely B vitamins. And then hemp extract, lion's mane, cordyceps, and just so much good stuff. I love it so much. And the branding is Yeah, good. that was actually formulated. So as I mentioned, like we really believe in traditional Chinese medicine. We actually have a clinical herbalist out of Boulder, Colorado that formulated that product and the aura and the zen for us so those have been developed by a clinical herbalist that will work one-on-one with an individual to help them with whatever they're working through but we wanted to design them to able to be able to help as many people as possible and so that product and the gut health and and then the sleep product it's been so intentionally created that it should work for almost anyone the only difference that might happen for people is just like the dosing. So that's why yeah. you, know, you mentioned, oh, I took two Zen for before I went to sleep. Some people take three. So it'll, it should work for almost everybody. But that power of functional mushrooms and cannabinoids and adaptogens in them is what we call internally, we call it our trinity. We call it like the cured holy trinity is cannabinoids, functional mushrooms and adaptogens. And that might sound like kind of culty or like something like that, but like, we believe in and value nature so much that like that's one of our core values is we make decisions based off of whether it's an alignment with valuing nature or not and it's so powerful that that's why we've created the products that we have and that's why we brought the herbalist in so yeah i'm glad that you like the rise i love that product and it's fitting well i did have it with a cup of like a cup of matcha the other day which matcha i don't feel anything from i took it and i was bouncing (laughs) it was it was almost too much so yes they work but uh it is fitting that you all prioritize nature and natural ingredients and you you take it to heart and you're very serious about that because they 
the intention of using mushrooms, uh, like silly mushrooms, would be to use them in nature. That's the best way Mm. to use them. I this past weekend here's some anecdotal just trying to normalize it so i went to a my boyfriend's client had a birthday party he was turning 60 years old but he's like a young 60 he's a fun guy and he just he's super fit it's his personal training client and he lives out on the beach and so we were out on sullivan's island in charleston on the beach and i knew that i didn't want to drink we had just gotten back from mexico i thought okay i'm not drinking today i just want to enjoy my time outside but a little social anxiety. Oh my God, I'm going to be the only one not drinking and I'm not going to have fun. My co- I'm going to be a weirdo. But I took a teeny bit of CBD and then I took, or I brought one of the tonics, the elixirs that you did, the mm. drink cured. And I was walking around the party with it. I got them to put some ice in my cup with the cured drink. And it was incredible. After that, we were there for three and a half hours, maybe four. So I did that for the first hour and a half and I thought, okay, like I've got this. I'm chill. Everything is fine. After the first hour at a party and you don't drink, you're fine. It's not uh, the anxieties, you know, whatever. It's like, oh, actually, I'm not that much more fun with alcohol. (laughs) Let's just be honest. I'm just clumsy. But so I did that and then I thought, oh, wait, in my purse, I still have some of my uh, psilocybin mushrooms. So I have this little chocolate mushrooms that I've gotten from a friend and I really love it because I've especially if I want to drive and I don't want to drink, I will just microdose, just do a teeny tiny little bit. And I like shave it off of my tooth. There's barely anything. And someone who I was standing with talking to, I said, oh, do you want a little bit? And they were like, oh my God, are you crazy here around all these people? And I thought, we're right by the water. We're standing in the sand. There's live music playing. There's only 25, 30 people around. Everyone's spaced out. And I was like, I can't think of any better time to do it. And so, and I said, trust me, you won't feel this, but you will just feel lighter and you'll feel like you're present and enjoying and your feet will feel really nice in the sand, but you won't notice it. And we all had the best time and it was so normalized. But the hard thing is, is that unless you have the, one, the capacity, but two, the opportunity to explain the context of why you're taking it then you're shit out of, you're almost shit out of luck because if someone's like oh she's taking mushrooms it's still that stigma but whereas i had the context her and i were chatting already and we had built this foundation of oh yeah liza's not really drinking she feels really good but she's in a good mood you know mm-hmm. so i think that it's it's frustrating that there has to be that much backing behind it in that one circumstance but that's how it all develops and i do yeah. think that the cbd in the drink helped me a lot I, I really do i think it i mean they're gone i <laughs> please send more but they're we will we they're, absolutely will. They're truly like it it set the basis where i felt comfortable enough to do that at this party it yeah was incredible yeah so th- we always that's really awesome we whenever we share that one of our core values is nature we always we have this statement so like when brand, when companies build core values, the most important about part about core values is to make your core values operationalized. So what I mean by that is if you just put core values on the wall, like responsibility, service, and nature, which are our core values, but you don't actually operate by them, then why'd you even put them on the wall? So 
through leadership and through developing this company and hiring employees and building systems and scaling the company, what I've realized is that core values are so important. And so underneath core values, if it's just a word, we have a statement that's like operationalized. So take a noun and create it, turn it into a verb. So make it like functional. Yeah. So underneath nature, we have build intentional relationships. And when you think about that, like building an intentional relationship is building an intentional relationship with other people, with yourself, with this world, with this planet, with nature. And when you, we talk about nature, like coming, like what one of the things that you said, and one of the worries that I always hear when it comes to cannabis or psilocybin is like, I don't want to lose control. And like, when I hear that, I say, Actually, if you take the right amount and you do it very intentionally, you'll never be more in control than you've been. You're before. so present. You're not worried right. about other things. You're 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 only focused on your own surroundings and it makes you it, it doesn't blur it doesn't one, it doesn't give you just rose-colored glasses where everything is happy, but it also doesn't make you paranoid to the point where you're looking around and everyone is and you're a victim and everyone around you is noticing and, and there's none of that. I don't think that it blinds yeah. you with anything if you do it properly. I mean, there have been times yeah. where let me let, I'll give you another example here. I Yeah, <laughs> we, sure. We went, Keep going cuz we went so here's here's one way to maybe not. So I had had a cup of coffee. I hadn't eaten and then what did I do? Oh, I I don't know what it was. I think I had like a bunch of fruit. So it was a bunch of sugar. I'm super sensitive to sugar. And I went skiing with my boyfriend and it was the last run of the day. We were having the best day ever. And I was feeling extremely confident. So we were taking, I, we had a little bite and like I normally do, but I definitely took too much. And I, I immediately knew it. I thought, okay, let me just get down this run. I don't want to be that big of a deal. But we said, okay, let's just do one black diamond for the end of the run. And we had been doing black diamonds mm. all day. <laughs> I'm a veteran here. And I don't know if you've ever skied in the North Carolina mountains. <laughs> Not in North Carolina mountains. Only okay. Colorado. Well, it is what we like to call reactive skiing because you're there's people everywhere and it's not flowy Utah skiing. It's it's mm. ice patch and loud crunching. It's not sexy skiing. And so in order to get off this black diamond, the entrance way was the size of my hips and you have to just jump down onto your skis. So you get oh, a little yeah. air. The moment that I get to the top and there's no turning back. I'm on a downward slope and I'm about to go down this exit ramp. And I, it hit me immediately right in that moment. And I, everything, and nothing, <laughs> like the vision didn't change. Nothing changed. I didn't zone out, but I just, I, <laughs> I just said, fuck. And I start spinning. I mean, a starfish going down this hill, 45, 50, <laughs> 60 feet, poles everywhere. People at the top had to ski my poles down to me. So I look like this total dingus. I'm sure people had time on the, uh, what's it called? The, um, what the, the, ski, the lift, the ski lift. I'm sure people had plenty of time to take their gloves off grab their phone, pull up YouTube and start recording. <laughs> like that was how long it was that there's just this starfish going That's down. So funny. It was so, so there are times when I, you know that it was a little too much and I put myself in a situation that was not ideal. So 
it's all about the intentionality is what i'm saying you're so spot on you're so spot on yeah it's all about the intention it's like and that's the thing is like we nature is so intentional like when like think about like big uh natural disasters or think about like you know when it's really dry then it's gonna then it ends up raining like nature always corrects itself nature is so intentional with everything it does so you have to be intentional with how you utilize nature yeah and i think that that's one of the things that we're trying to do very intentionally ourselves is like educate properly that this needs to be done correctly in you know the 1960s 1970s when this wasn't the specifically the psychedelic renaissance or the second wave i should say wasn't done correctly it it created again a bad name for the industry and so similar to like cannabis i the reason that i'm on this mission i didn't share this yet but alcohol almost killed me and alcohol did kill my cousin it killed my uncle and it killed my grandpa and when it almost killed me i knew then and there that i had to like run away from it it could not be a part of my life and so it's i don't have like to each their own obviously use alcohol intentionally as well but i just don't appreciate how normalized it is and i don't appreciate how how one might think differently about somebody that uses cannabis or psilocybin when alcohol kills people every day all the time it's killed multiple people close to me and it's extremely dangerous and it can still be used properly and you can still enjoy it and of course there's a time and place for everything so you can I think have it's important both, but for there us. shouldn't be that judgment yeah exactly 100 so that's really like i've realized that that's like truly my entire life's mission is to recognize that what my life almost looked like or almost didn't even exist and the fact that it has killed it literally my my cousin died in a drunk driving accident my uncle drank himself to death he had throat cancer from drinking continued to drink after that and my uncle or my grandpa same story and so it's in my genetic it's literally in my genes to be an alcoholic and i saw glimpses of who i was when those genes started to actually be very prominent and so for me i just think that for us to create a future that looks different than the past it comes through conversation but then of course experience and so like we're teeing up potentially people's future experiences and maybe it's just with cbd maybe it's literally just with cbd other cannabinoids and and that's just it what's important is to understand that these tools are extremely powerful and they work really well and every single person listening to this has some type of a conditioning as to what they think about them and maybe if you don't ever try them that's fine but just maybe ask ourselves like where did that narrative come from? Where did yeah. that conditioning come from? Yeah, especially if you, you know, if you had been open and adventurous to it at one point, and maybe you had a bad reaction, or it exactly. did, it wasn't used intentionally. Um, that does lead me to my next scenario, if you will. 
uh, I have a lot of friends and I'm, uh, you have had this conversation. I'm positive when people say weed makes me paranoid or gummy makes me paranoid. THC makes me paranoid. Uh, and they don't want to feel that way. And I don't blame them. I don't want to have a reaction where I'm melting into a sofa and I'm useless to the world. That's not the point. When when you have those conversations and this person says, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm down to try your product, but weed makes me, or I'm sorry, I'm going to stop saying weed. THC makes me paranoid. Where would you lead them first? Where would you say, okay, start with this exact, like walk me through it. What would you say to me? What's your mini prescription for cured? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So typically if somebody, and, and some people might not be able to use THC because they get drug tested. So say they're, you know, a nurse or in like, they have like a, an athlete or they like, you know, have a, CDL license is that what it is to drive trucks? I can't remember what it is, so sorry if I'm or like a government that, job that yeah a government job or something like that. I know it's going to change in the future, so that's why we're on the mission that we're on. But what I would say is, if you need to, you have you have to take drug tests, then I would go for our THC free products. So there's about seventy percent of our products are THC free. The rise that we were just talking about zen the ones with functional mushrooms and adaptogens those are all thc free so you will never be intoxicated by those and then any product that's labeled pure is just cbd it doesn't have thc in it and then any product that's labeled raw is a full spectrum think like raw least refined product and it does have THC in it, it will have low concentration of THC in it. So if you wanted to steer completely away from it, you would go for a pure product or a THC free product that will say that on the label. If you did want to try THC and you've before, you know, taken a five milligram or 10 milligram edible and you've melted into the couch, you've been paranoid. The problem is is that the, yeah. And, and most people do. And the thing is, is that's just too much THC for a lot of people. That doesn't mean that every time you use THC, you're going to have that effect. Now, when we're talking about taking a five milligram edible, that's going to make some people really high. We have products, our raw products, they have a milligram of THC in them max between 0.5 and one milligram. And that's considered a microdose of THC. And that's such a perfect place to start if you really wanted to utilize THC. And you would utilize THC because not just to be high, like THC actually has a lot of benefits to it. And it's more for people, not everybody, but a lot of people would utilize THC for more pain reduction. And so if you were using, if you had like, say like a headache, for example, and you used like high dose CBD and it wasn't working for you, potentially it might be because there's not THC in that. And you might actually benefit from low dose THC. And my wife says this all the time. I actually have experienced this as well. If I have a headache and I take one of our raw capsules that has between 0.7 and a milligram of THC in it, I won't get high. My headache will just go away. And so Rather than like if you took it and you didn't have some pain or something going on and you might feel a little bit of the THC, typically it just takes away what's causing that 
ache or pain or something like that. Sure, it like and it goes towards it, like swims towards the inflammation area, the overly inflamed area. Yeah, and like in our raw products, you'll hear the term in this industry. It's called full spectrum. In full spectrum or the entourage effect means that you're using the whole array of cannabinoids in the cannabis plant. And so if you have a full spectrum extract from cured, it'll taste very earthy. I love that taste. Our, I like it now. I used, to, I used to not like it, but I like it now. Yeah. Our CBN products actually have, the, they have a full spectrum extract in them and they do have microdose THC in them. And most people don't know that. And we've always been like, we're just going to run this campaign and into the future, we're going to be like, surprise, you actually like THC. We just didn't want to tell you that you liked it beforehand because everybody's so afraid of it. So it's like, it's all context. It's down to dosage and intention. And if you have taken an edible before and it's put you in the couch and you hate it, I understand. And I also would say, I think that you should be open to trying it again, just at a much lower dosage because it does have so many benefits to it. And most people would use it for its pain reduction um, or management type effects. Mm -hmm. And that can go so far because it can help so many different things. And it's just another option for us. Right. And mm -hmm. so I think that that's important because I, I truly believe that I truly believe that like without modern medicine, we wouldn't be where we are, right? Like it's an incredible thing. My poor dog's actually in the hospital right now. And I'm so thankful for modern medicine. He has like terrible, terrible pneumonia. Oh, it's been a really tough week. It's okay. He's, he's stable and I'm so thankful for modern medicine. And without it, there'd be so many things that we just couldn't have. And so, so that, and I think there are other opportunities. And I think that potentially the cannabis industry and other industries can just be so threatening to the future of, and don't quote me on this, but like pharmaceutical companies, because there's another option that maybe that's why we are where we are and why everything is so highly regulated and why the narrative is there that exists. Like maybe that's why it is like, I would probably say, yeah, that's why it, why the narrative is the way sure. it is. But I don't know. I mean, the past two years have been scripted. <laughs> it's not one hundred percent. Anything in the world canceled. But anyone, anyone in the world can be anything in the world can be scripted, and it's all a matter of perspective and saying, okay, you can be right, but I can also be right, and these things are not mutually exclusive. And why can't there be two opinions why can't there be this and that like my mom was when she was doing chemotherapy and radiation why the fuck would i not be giving her tons of cbd and gummies and of course she couldn't eat yeah. food cannabis can help with appetite you know exactly. if you're going through and cancer treatment a lot of people use cannabis for appetite because we can't they, they can't eat yes and um uh and the anxiety and the pre, you mentioned earlier, pre-death anxiety and fear, a lot of the time, it can, it can not erase that, but it can help to calm you during those times. Why wouldn't you want that? We give our dog, he's 14 and a half, and 
he's incredible and has the longest, healthiest hair. It's nothing's falling out. And we give him CBD almost every single night because he's old. He can't hear anything. He can't really see. So he gets a little anxious and he just kind of gets, mm-hmm. you know, he just hears vibration, feels vibrations and high pitched tones. So we give him CBD a lot because he gets anxious if we're not home and we don't want him to go into cardiac arrest because he's freaking out, you know? Yeah. But yeah. It's it's really true that the I do think that there is a shift in conversation and especially this has especially resonated me with me for reasons of I have spent the month month off of social media and I have been wanting to drink less and the big fear about drinking less is the conditioning that I've put myself in that I must have a cocktail when I go out in order to have a good time. But then if I say, oh, I just have one, then I end up feeling like shit. I I don't, Mm -hmm. if my intention is to go out and not drink and then I end up, and then I end up drinking out of peer pressure or if I drink in out of any other reason than pure, oh, I'm excited to and I want to celebrate, then I end up feeling horrible. If I'm going out and I'm actually enjoying the time and it's flowing and it's fun and I don't have any reservations, then it, I don't get that hungover and I don't have a bad reaction to it. It's all how you use it. And um, yeah. But the, the, real, the real conversation I think will come when a lot of people will begin saying comfortably, hey, I don't really drink much, but I brought this CBD drink or I have – do you have yep. any mocktails? Like it will be a conversation. Yeah, I completely agree. And when you, I like, thankfully I get so hung over if I have one drink. And so for yeah. me, I say thankfully for, for my own sake, just because I have no desire to drink 99% of the time. But if there's an occasion where we were celebrating, just like you were saying, then like, I'm not opposed to it. But for me, like, if I have a drink or two, I typically get a headache and I'm like, well, that doesn't really serve me at all. And I would rather, you know, have some cannabis, have some THC, have something else and wake up, feel amazing and take on my day and not even feel like I, I think a lot of like the anxiety after drinking is because you wake up and you can't do what you wanted to do that day. You just feel like such shit. You're like, ah, I'm like anxious. And I, you know, like wanted to go, or like think about how some people take like make nutrition choices like if you're hung over like pizza sounds really good or like so, you know like that just kind of happens so i tell all of my nutrition clients that we have i tell everyone this it's hard to do this on camera but we have we wake up in the morning with this much threshold for good decision making throughout the day and mm. if when we make a decision on what shirt to wear what kind of coffee we're going to order what we're having for breakfast, what we're having for all these decisions and we dwindle. So by the end of the day, our decision-making, like that's typically why people have more late night snacks and more late night decisions. Like you're always healthy at the start of the day. Like anyone can have a green juice and feel great. But then if you wake up hungover, then you already have, your bar is set lower. Your your ability for good decision-making is already much lower because you've woken up with less optimal sleep, rest recovery Mm. brain sludge your your cells are still trying to recoup from the night before so your body's like hey guess what you only have this much threshold today because you really fucked us up last night and we're we don't have such a good way to put it and and so we 
it's not prioritizing. You're like, hey, we got to prioritize healing you today. We can't prioritize your anxiety today, so it's going to stay. You know, it's just not – I completely agree. Yeah. It's not conducive. And not saying that you have to have I, – I am I know and I can say this, you know, and I know I'm – I don't want to trigger anyone, but I don't have a – substance abuse problem i feel lucky that i can have a glass of wine and then be done i know i don't have that issue but again i do have a lot of people in my family who do so i know that it's Mm -hmm. i've seen it it's not great i'd rather just rather just have some mushrooms yeah and you put you just put it really you you um your the threshold analogy is is really great because like most of our products and like our best selling products that people always go for are our sleep products. So if you can sleep is literally the foundation of our overall health. If you don't sleep well, my daughter and I, my daughter and I, my wife and I had a daughter this last year and there's a lot of nights over the first year where you don't sleep a lot. And if you don't sleep well, uh, one, your mood's going to be off. So you might like, you know, you're not either going to not make good decisions with how you interact with people or how you interact with food or how you interact with moving your body. And like those three things are like so important relationships, nutrition, what you're putting in your body and what you're doing with your body. And the foundation of all of that is, did you get enough sleep? Like, did you literally press the reset button? The foundation of your overall health needs to be this solid concrete foundation rather than a scaffolding with like three legs, one's missing and you're like kind of like balancing on the edge. And if you're not sleeping properly or sleeping completely, you have that. You have like a weak foundation that you're standing on and that reduces your threshold for for so many things. I love that analogy. That's, that's I really such a good th- way to put it. I, I really thought that I was sleeping well. I really thought that I was. And I thought I thought, you know, I've been sleeping well for a while, but then I realized that maybe just because I wasn't sleeping horribly that I was sleeping well. Mm-hmm. So my expectation was oh if i like only wake up a couple times and maybe have to pee um that's great which it is compared to some people but optimally i realized how often i was waking up because of i was like preconditioned from my old job to like wake up super early with anxiety or with my boyfriend he wakes up extra early because he's a personal trainer so he wakes up early as hell in the morning and then the dog old again everyone in my house is so old but uh, you know he's just like jingling around and he like kind of poops himself sometimes so it's all over the it's like having a newborn again not again Mm -hmm. i've never had one but what i'm saying is that you don't realize how good it could be until it is and then you're like holy shit that was bad that was bad so yeah the the rise and the zen have been life-changing and i really appreciate truly appreciate your product and i'm so excited to so excited for this to keep going um but before we before we hop off i know you've recommended the sleep product can you tell people where they can find your beverages because i think that that's a really 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 good place to end i love them so much spicy mango oh my god did we not send you crisp apple I, you guys were out of crisp, crisp apple, so okay. I just got spicy mango. You have to get that. Oh. So spicy mango is like a great, like, it's like a cocktail replacement. Um, and then crisp apple is so refreshing. Uh, so we created last year, we wanted to create an alternative to energy drinks, but also alcohol. We wanted to create a replacement. So what we created was a product called Euphoria. 
And that is the drink that you're speaking to. If you go to www.curednutrition.com slash drink cured, that's like our drink uh, section of our site. There's no caffeine in it. There's no sugar in it. The only calories are coming from the fiber in the lion's mane and it's sweetened with monk fruit. It's they're incredible products. They took almost a year to develop, but they're supposed to be the replacement for caffeine. So if you know, noon, you're like, Hey, I typically get an energy drink or I get coffee, go for a, a euphoria because it's going to help with your mental clarity and your energy the remainder of the day, but not have caffeine in it. The half-life and quarter, quarter life of caffeine is like eight hours. So that means if you took hundred milligrams at noon, at 8 p.m., you'd still have 25 milligrams of caffeine in your system. So that means you're fighting an uphill battle to try to go to sleep. So that's like, that was the main reason for us to create those was there's so many sh like shitty sugary energy drinks out there on the market. And then there's like, then like, you know, there's the probiotics and the kombuchas and like the hard seltzers and all that. And it's we're like, too much. we wanted to much. create something different. And so that's what we did is we created Euphoria that comes in several different flavors. You can order drinks online, which people are now getting used to. We ship it right to your door. Our goal is to be in as many retail locations as possible in the next several years. And it just all comes down to our core mission. And that's to help people optimize their lives and feel their best and change the narrative around these ingredients that potentially have carried a stigma around them. And so that's what that's what we're here to do. And I appreciate you asking about those because they're not like our best selling products at all, but like I'm obsessed. Oh with my God. Okay. Of course, like it's a little intimidating to buy something online, a whole six pack that you've never tried, but what are we doing with supplements? Nobody is actually, I'm sick of people saying like, oh, it's too expensive for that. And they're buying, they're at Trader Joe's buying eight bottles of $2 wine. I'm like, good luck with your immune system. I'm so confused yep. why. But, so I genuinely, so anytime. Marketing. I, uh, marketing. And it's also just pressure from, you know, even if you're doing girls night, like there must be alcohol. I got a non-alcoholic bottle of wine from this cute local shop down the street. So I was like, I'm doing my due diligence. I'm shopping local and getting no alcohol. But what I was going to say is anytime I go to Whole Foods or Trader Joe's and I'm grocery shopping, I'll always get uh, either a little green juice from Trader Joe's or I'll get a snack while I'm shopping. But it, if I'm at Whole Foods, they have a whole refrigerator of just like the single mm -hmm. beverages. And I always have one while I'm shopping around and it makes me enjoy the, it makes me enjoy the shop. I, I have a little new beverage that I've tried. I always try something new. Every time I've tried the, the either probiotics or the kombuchas and anything in a can, they're just too much. It's too much flavor. Yeah. They're trying too hard. These, it's almost just like how La Croix has the back end flavor is, is where you get yep. the flavor, but everything else is just so clear. I love it so, so much. Truly. I can't believe this isn't your bestseller. Like what the fuck, but the, um, yeah, well, I guess we just released them. So they true. might be in the future. Rise and Zen have been around for a lot longer. They are a little bit more, you know, they have a little bit more utility to them. Sure. But, sure. Um, I, I as want we build people, the brand and go I ahead. want people to, if you're in Charleston, a lot of people who listen to this are in Charleston order the Zen and order the, a six pack of the spicy mango or the crisp apple. I can only attest to the spicy mango, but have it by the pool, go outside on your lunch break, like drink it outside in a glass, like pour it into a glass. And it is mm -hmm. an entire vibe. I did, 
I use we have really nice wine glasses and I poured a whole can I took a video of it I'll send it to you guys but I took a video of pouring the entire can into a wine glass two ice cubes sat on my porch outside and read a book and I thought I, I was like mm. someone needs to photograph this this is amazing uh, it was just the best yeah. and then you kind of feel that like fizzy calm it's just a good I don't know I could go on yeah but it's good stuff it's right. amazing. Well, I'm glad thank you, like you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom and all of your stories. And we will have to have you on again. Yes, absolutely. I think we go on forever and ever. So I appreciate you, Eliza. Thank you for having me on. Thank you, everybody that's listening. And uh, hopefully you guys all enjoy the cured products. Where can people find you on social? Yes, yeah, so you can find me personally. It's my full name spelled out, uh, Joseph Sheehy, J-O-S-E-P-H-S-H-E-E-H-E-Y. And Cured, you can find on Instagram at Cured Nutrition. If you don't find Cured Nutrition right when you type it in, that's because big tech likes to suppress things that have relationships with marijuana so type out the whole thing, cured nutrition, because you might not be able to see it by just typing cured. Is that why I couldn't find it? That mm -hmm. is so We've been shadow banned for up. three years. Yeah, we went from zero to six. We went from zero to almost 70K followers in like less than a year. And then we've been sitting at like 67K because we lost a bunch of followers. And we've just been shadow banned for years because we talk about cannabis and we talk about mushrooms. Oh, and, uh, the, the, I, I, everything is so yeah. backwards. I'm like, how do they have, so how do they have 17 year olds like twerking their ass and titties online, which is fine. Do whatever you uh -huh. want, but nobody's stopping that. Like, I don't, I don't care what anyone does, but why is, I am livid and uh, whatever. I'm not surprised though. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, so full thing, cured nutrition on Instagram and you'll find the website. You'll find everything on there. And I'll put everything in the show notes as well, but should we do a little mini giveaway? Let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. let's do it. Let's give away a 12 pack. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, no, we should do we should do exactly what you said. The cocktail that you said we should do a 12 pack or sorry, a six pack and Zen and CBN. So sleep and then your day that that's like right there. That's like a great it's like $150 giveaway. Let's do that. Okay, so all you have to do to win this giveaway is uh, follow cured nutrition, follow hotter than health. I'm going to make this a real thing. Um, leave a review Let's mentioning that you have listened to the podcast. And if you have already left a review before, by the way, thank you. Uh, share this on your social media story. Take a screenshot that you're listening. Share it on your social media story. Tag the both of us. That would be amazing. And we will select the winner. But you must tag uh, – you must tag Cured Nutrition because I'm going to get them to let me know the winner because I don't have social media this month. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah. I forgot. I was like, I got to write this down. Like, we yep. got to figure this no, out. I'll send you everything. I'll send you everything. And cool. if you um, if you also want to check out any of their other products, you can use the code HTH20 and make sure that you're getting some some goodness. I'm so excited for this. All right, Joe. Well, I'm going to let you go. Thank you for everything. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. 
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. You just go to Apple Podcasts and hit follow, the little plus sign on the top of the Hotter Than Health page. Or you can do that on Spotify and click follow wherever you're listening it means the world and helps so so much remember we are doing a giveaway for uh three different products from the cured nutrition team they're doing some of the zen tablets they're doing the cbn and they are also doing a 12 pack of the seltzer spritzers i am absolutely obsessed all you have to do is screenshot that they're that you are listening to this episode post it to your social media and we will be choosing a winner within the next couple of days so make sure if you want extra entries you can tag a link to the podcast episode i hope you all absolutely enjoyed that candid open convo with joseph from cured nutrition check out their products again if you want to check out anything else you can use the code hth for 20 percent off so excited to have them as part of the team and i think we are just getting warmed up with them enjoy the rest of your day and we will talk to you next week Thank you.